Hey there, it's Coach Laura with Compassionate Coaching. One of the most common questions I get is how did I start my podcast? Was it hard? Did it cost a bunch of money? Where do I even start? I'm really glad you asked because with Anchor FM, it's super easy to start recording your very own podcast. Just sign up for their free account at Anchor FM. You can record episodes from the Anchor app right on your phone or upload one from your computer. Anchor is going to lead you step-by-step in getting listed in all the major directories. So download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM and get started today. I know you have stuff to say and we want to hear it. Hello and welcome to the Health and Wellness Made Easy podcast where we're focused on helping you love the life you already have. Episodes are generally released every Monday, except when they're not. I'm your host, Coach Laura Adair with Compassionate Coaching, and I am so glad you're here. If you are feeling unsatisfied with your life, putting up with what does not serve you, or burning up all your precious energy trying to be something or someone you're not, welcome, my friend. You're in the right place. We're here to bring you a sacred space for stepping into your authentic self, the one you were designed to be. Using masterful coaching and human design tools, I can help you fully embrace who you are at your core so that you can live a life that you love. I have a most amazing, beautiful guest today, Amy Douglas. She's a mindset mentor and human design reader. Her passion and her mission in life is to empower others to create a life that is beyond their wildest dreams. Welcome back to the show, Amy. Uh, Thank you so much. What a wonderful introduction. Oh, you're welcome. It is such a pleasure to have you with us here again today. I know people have just loved the last episode that you were in. As you look down the podcast list, you can see our previous episode with Amy. She's just a lovely, lovely life coach and human being. Thank you. So let us start today by, uh, would you mind telling us a little bit more about you so we can get to know you, like who you are, where are you from, what lights you up, what do you give a fuck about, Amy? Well, I like to tell people who I am based on my human design. So that way, if anybody's like, I feel like that just envelops what I, I'm a three, five emotional manifester. And, uh, once that came into my life and I recognized and empowered myself to fully embrace that I was already really trying to live what I would refer to as an unapologetic life. Uh, for all the years before that I had not been doing that. I was living very much like you said, in your intro based off of what somebody else I thought expected of me. And, um, when I started shedding those layers, which we all know happens through lots of coaching, uh, lots of listening, lots of quiet stillness, lots of journaling, lots of anger, frustration, and a whole bunch of other things. Um, it really allows you to blossom into who you're really meant to be. And I, it's just, uh, not ironic at all that that's exactly who I attract to work with is that person who's thinking that they've been showing up in a way that they felt like they had to be and then uncovers that it's really uncomfortable and they're not happy anyway. And so how do they get from where they are to where they want to go? And I feel like um, I am doing that fully layer by layer and allowing myself. I think allowing is a big part of it. Um, I'm a single mama of two kiddos. They, I am an empty nester, which is strange and lovely and um, painful at times. <laughs> uh, they're 21 and 23 and I love them dearly. And while for the first 48 years of my life, I lived in Indiana, uh, last September, I took the leap and I moved to Florida to the beautiful sunshine state and I couldn't be happier. Oh my gosh. Awesome. Tell us a little bit more about the people that you work with. You were like, you're attracting um, the kind of people, it's sort of like an energetic vibrational match. How do you find the people that you work with? I think we 
we just get to show up unapologetically, authentically who we are. And I continue to try to do that, whether it is in person with people, which, you know, everybody laughs now because it's been two freaking years that in person has been very challenging, Um, but you still can make connections, right? We're doing it right now. And this is how we get to do it. And we found our way. And I think the more and more we do that, and we really continue to try to create those connections seeking them. And that's, that's okay. You know, getting into different kind of communities, networks, that kind of thing, and just sharing what I do and who I am. And, you know, just really being open to create that no like trust factor. That's what we're all looking for. And when we share our own experiences, not like I'm not pitching anything, I'm just sharing who I am and what I'm doing and how my life has unfolded and the challenges I've been through. And then naturally it just seems to come my way. I can't tell you how refreshing that is. You know, you didn't say I'm doing a perfect marketing message. That's blah, 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 blah. I helped somebody do this so they can do this other, you know, I'm sharing, I'm sharing what I do and I'm authentically connecting with people. And I think that's what drew me to you. I think in the first place, you were just, I guess who I am. Yes. Take it or leave it bitches. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very much. I'm not for everyone. And I'm so okay with that. I think the more and more we all embrace that, then we will continue to find our people. And I have been in deep pursuit of that. And it's not always comfortable, Laura, sometimes shedding people and circumstances and groups and settings and same sameness isn't comfortable well, for me, it's exciting, but for the people that I'm shedding, probably not real comfortable, right? But right. it's part of the process to be able to truly be living unapologetically and authentically. Absolutely. I think that's part of a natural evolutionary process is the, those, the people, the places, the things that are no longer meant for us will naturally fall away as we step into being who we are. Amen. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we're focused this year in the podcast in loving the life that you already have, which you have helped me um, do a great deal. For those of you who don't know, um, I avail myself of the services of Amy Douglas, and it has been life-changing and mind-blowing to say the least. But we're all about loving the life you already have. And I'm wondering if you have some key words of wisdom or how do you help your clients or yourself step into a life that you love? Like, is that a pie in the sky promise? How do you love your life? Right? No, it's so real because it's, I'll be happy when is, Mm. you know, it's a, something that we're never going to fulfill. And so how do we create happiness or joy or loving our life in the space that we're in? It starts with us loving ourselves so much. What do we get to be in control of? And I'm talking about control in the highest vibration, not that all these circumstances we're trying to control. And that's really creating a foundation of that self-love, self-trust, Um, self-reflection, self-acceptance. I think acceptance Mm. is a big key of loving the life we already have. Not like, well, this is just how it is because I don't believe in that. I think that's total bullshit. I think it is, okay, what am I loving? What am I not loving? What do I get to let go of? If there are things that I feel like I must continue, which that's, there's so resistance in that energy right there. How can I find a way to love it? Right. And I do that. I've had somebody say to me, what are you going to do for fun today? And I'm like, I don't do anything that isn't fun. (laughs) I make everything I do be something I'm passionate about, or I drop it. I cut bait and I'm out. Nice. We get to do nice. I love that, that, you know, and for a lot of us, you know, that self-acceptance can, can be kind of a big chunk to bite off, right? Fickle, isn't it? (laughs) Tricky little bitch. (laughs) I know. I'm like, damn. Uh Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. That can, and you know, layers, of course, right? You mentioned earlier, and that stepping well, into our authentic self is yeah. layered, right? Well, so much of us are walking around having projected on us our whole life. We're not enough. We're not this. We're not worthy. We're not deserving. All of these things. I mean, some at such an early age. And so we just take it on as believing it, right? Like yeah. that's the way it is. And so unpacking from that is not easy. And that's the work we do. That's the work that we get to do. And it's not work in like, oh my God, I have to show up and do this. It's like eye opening. You and I talk about this. It's like revealing the blind stop spots that we can't see for ourselves or the roadblocks, whatever languaging lands. Yeah. And it's so huge to have somebody else to be able to reflect that back to you. Because as I've said before, we cannot see inside our own glass. Oh, and so having that interaction with someone else in a vulnerable, very safe setting to be able to offer their truths so that we can see, okay, what else might be possible? I know you're believing this. Do we have to carry that belief forever? The not enoughness, not worthy, not deserving, not lovable, all of the things. Yeah. And it doesn't mean, Laura, that I don't get shaken from time to time. I'm not Pollyanna, right? Everything's not always sunshine and puppies, but I have tools to be able to help me navigate them so that it's not as often. And I sure do move through it much quicker. Awesome. Absolutely. I think one of the things that we do for each other when we connect is we get to look at each other's story, right? Yeah. What's that story you're telling yourself, right? Oh, yes. Oh my God, the stories. <laughs> yeah. And is it even true? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no. <laughs> or, yeah. Or whose voice is that coming from, right? Mm. And then you just have an aha moment. It's not even yours. Yeah. 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 A lot of the stories that I have told myself about all my not enoughness and my unlovability and all, it was complete and utter crap. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and mm -hmm. sometimes it just takes, like when it's in your head, it seems like it's really big and it's really real. And when we get to share that in this safe and a sacred space that we hold for each other, I think we can just go, oh my God, that that's not even my, I don't know whose voice that I can't even identify that voice. As a matter of fact, I don't know where that came from, but it's like, no, that's not the story I want to live by. And it's like, as soon as I see it, for me, it's a, it's just gone. Like, I can't even remember all the stories I've let go of because, uh, you know, once you see them and you put them in the sunlight, it's like they just disappear almost, you know? So it's not this grueling, telling me about your childhood. No, it's no. like, what fucking story are you telling? God, no, I don't want to do any yeah. of that. No. Oh God, no. <laughs> and then what you were just, you know, um, reflecting on is the awareness that we create. Yeah. And when we be, when we allow ourselves to become aware, we can no longer be unaware. And so then all of a sudden it's like you said, you cast this light on it and then you allow it to either dissolve, release, you know, no, no longer be your story. Yeah. 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 And then of course we get to choose the new story, right? What story mm -hmm. do I want to tell about in all the ways that I am enough? I'm more than enough. And sometimes I'm too much, but I don't really care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. You Amen. Know, that, yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a place of empowerment and um, self-nurturing and self-support that makes life um, something that I can love today. And I really, you know, a little personal bit of information about me, you know, I didn't always love my life. And, you know, I don't think any of us really arrive in adulthood, totally loving our life. But, you know, I was in a place where I fucking hated my life. Okay. Mm -hmm. I couldn't stand to be in the same room with me. And now today, after the work that I've done, and particularly from the coaching and working with my own coach, uh, dude, people pay to spend time with me today. Yeah. How is that for like a story of triumph over 
you know, a shitty story, right? Yeah. That's the true transformation work we get to do. Yeah. I certainly, I mean, you know, there was a breaking point for me where I didn't love my life either on the outside. It looked like I did, Oh, you know, but on the inside and that's where the self-love that's where the loving the life that you have and really honoring and owning and taking accountability and action and all the things that I get to be empowered by. It just allowed me to embrace my life to the fullest and I don't have any intention to do it any other way. Mm, Beautiful. Thank you so much for that. It is. I love having these conversations. (laughs) Me too. Yeah. I'm going to do a little segue here. So, you know, I had, we've had a lot of conversations about human design and it's a deep and juicy topic that I am learning more about every day. And I'm wondering how you might have first come across human design and how human design stacks up against some of those, you know, profiling personality things like the Myers-Briggs and the INFJ C3PO stuff. Can you tell us, (laughs) right? Let's talk about human design versus some of those personality profile things that that people do and how, give me some words on that, Amy. Yeah. So I definitely went through the Myers-Briggs stuff in my corporate life, been through DISC to see where all all that all matches up. Actually really enjoyed Enneagram. Um, When human design was presented to me, you know, I'm a manifester. So you got to, it's got to be the right person, the right energy, the right whatever. And so it wasn't until another manifester presented it to me, you know, shocking, reinitiate and inform that I was like, okay, fine fine. I'll take a look at this. Apparently you think it's a big deal. And you know, the rest is history. And then I was just like, I started listening to things and absorbing things and like seeing the open permission to be exactly authentically unapologetically who I am, which is what I felt like I was already trying to do anyway. But now I have this treasure map or this, you know, roadmap to show me how to be that, which felt so different than those other personality typings, which we all like that. We all want to learn more about ourselves. Thank goodness we do. The difference is, is with those quality things, I'm not, you know, dissing any of them. They're subjective. They're based on where we are in our headspace on how we answer questions in that moment. And then it spits out data for us where human design isn't. It's very specific information, very specific data that gives us the blueprint for how we're meant in the highest vibration to be living our lives. We didn't know we came with an owner's manual. You know, I mean, it only took me until I was, you know, I've known about this for two years now until I was 46 to figure out, Oh, Holy shit. I have an owner's manual. I mean, I've been doing this willy nilly all these years. And so to me, it's just, there are two very, very different types of modalities that offer us the opportunity to live our highest and our fullest. And so I've completely dove in and it is woven into all of the fabric of everything I do with my coaching clients. So. Absolutely. Um, I absolutely love what human design shows me about me that helps me step into full acceptance of who I am. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, if, If nobody's ever heard of human design before, what do you generally tell them? Uh, use your good friend, Google, (laughs) you know, I mean, everybody has access to the Google taskbar and, and so just see if it's something that feels like it lands, Mm -hmm. do your own investigation. It may not mean, of course, I want someone to get a reading. It wasn't until I got my read, my first reading that I was like, oh my gosh, but you know, I'm kind of that quiet 
investigator on my own. Of course I am a manifestor. I don't want the whole world to know that I want to know something or I might need something for crying out loud. You know, I'm very secretive about that. And so I just started, you know, kind of um, allowing myself to take in the information until I was like, okay. And I also have emotional authority. So I had to wait to where my wave was before I made a decision decision. And so then at that point in time, whenever I had my first reading, I was like, oh my goodness. And it started helping me connect the dots. So you know, there's so many different, but I don't think there's enough really clear cut information that if someone without any support or guidance could go and say, Oh, okay, I get this. I just don't think that's out there. Do you Laura? I mean, there's so many layers and levels Mm. to this beautiful, you know, modality. I just don't think, or, you know, I, I just don't see it being something that can help them connect all the dots. It's a good starting place Mm, for sure. So as you step into living by your design, what do you think has been like the biggest impact or the biggest change for you in embracing your design? Stop the people pleasing. Oh yeah. Stop doing and being for others all the time. I mean, I truly was showing up as a manifesting generator in my life. I do not have a defined sacral and I was silencing all the body wisdom that my body was giving me, including all of my emotions. I mean, I was literally stopping them down I'm a 35 year binge eater for crying out loud. I know how to stuff my emotions down. Mm. And, um, I was just putting out fires and taking care of things and being what I thought everybody else wanted me to be and never listening to what I needed. I mean, that question that we ask as coaches is what do you want? And it's like crickets. Like, wait, let me ask you again. Do you hear me? Is this thing working? You know, like we don't, nobody asks us that. And so I started to really listen. I started to really listen to what I wanted. And then I started to try to remove the layers of the beliefs that I had to please everyone else before I could please myself. Mm. And quite frankly, when you do for yourself first, how you do for others is such a higher vibration. Oh, for sure. It it takes time to learn that and to allow yourself to do that. I love the way you open that space. Let's allow. Mm-hmm. allow us to love and accept ourselves just the way we're written, right? Yes. That's like a character in a play. This is how I was written. And it's like, oh, how do I make the most of that? How do I live from the highest vibration of that? Yes. Beautiful, beautiful. So in what other ways do you tend to work with people to help them embrace who they are and to love their life? Well, I definitely, you know, what we do as a coach is a lot of questions, right? And re, um, reflections, reflecting back to them words that they've said, um, listening to uh, limitations. You know, if people aren't familiar with what limiting beliefs are, they're basically beliefs that limit them, hold them back, right? And those pop out whenever you're asking just really powerful questions. What do you want? What will having that do for you? Just really, they feel very simple and basic, but they end up being incredibly profound and I have yet to have a session with someone that, where they don't have their own aha because we've just held that space and offered, you know, does it have to be that way? You know, it's like, well, that's the way we've always done it. And just that little shift of, but do we have to continue to do it that way? And it's place of curiosity. We're not judging them. Like, right. We don't hold that kind of space for anyone. Yeah. And so just inviting them continually. Are you loving what you're doing? Are you loving who you are? Are you loving what you're being in this world? If you're not, what's in the way? What can we do instead Mm. and empowering them? Because the answers are all within us. That's why I love human design because it guides us to all those answers. Mm, For sure. So um, an additional question on that. What do you think is the most important thing that you would tell someone who's trying to step into loving the life that they have? What, What other nuggets might you have there? Like, what would you tell people are like, you know, I fucking hate my life. Where would you start? 
what role you're playing and how much you're hating your life. Oh, people do not want to accept the role that they're playing. And that is an ouchy question. But when you have someone that has so much resistance and bitterness for the life they're living, that part of the acceptance that I mentioned earlier is the role that they're playing. And when they can finally shine a light on that, it empowers them to say, do I want to continue doing this? Because what we want to do, what we're programmed to do is blame everyone else. Mm. And until we recognize the role that we're playing, which is literally the only thing that we truly can shift, we can't control anybody else, but we can control how we're showing up. Yeah. So yeah. it's uncomfortable, Laura, but that's the work I get to do. And you know, working with me, I have no fucks to be given. We're going <laughs> to get in, we're going to be getting in deep, you know, yeah. because I know that change is possible, but I cannot do it for someone else. Mm-hmm. I cannot want it more than they do, but I sure can ask the questions to empower them to make the shift if they feel so called to do that. But what Absolutely. they do with it is on them. That is not my work. Yeah. My work is to shine the light on it for them. I love that. I'm going to repeat it back to you. What part are you playing? What role? Yeah. What, what role? role are you playing what role? in the life that you're living? Yeah. What role are you playing in that life? Yeah, mm. absolutely. And that's um deep question. I, I invite you to journal on that. If you're listening today, you know, pull out a book and go, Hey, what is that role that I'm playing? You know, and then reach out, right? Reach out, let mm-hmm. us know. Yeah, for sure. And if you don't like it, if you don't like the role you're playing, you can choose differently. Yeah. And if you want to stay where you are, that's also a choice. A lot of people say, well, I'm stuck. And I'm like, stuck is also a choice. You know, um, I, the first thing that comes up for me all the time when I hear stuck is a choice as well, it's kind of like, no, it's not. Yeah, I know. Of course we don't want it because that's the role we're playing. Yeah. Yeah. And our little inner rebellion child is like, screw you, bitch. Don't tell me what I am, you know, and I get it. That's the protection that we offer ourselves, but often protection that we're offering ourselves are the very things that are also holding us back for sure. So let's yeah, just shine I, a light on it. Right. Let's, let's yeah, just, boom, okay. Yes. Yes. And where I'm from, we use a term, the sunlight of the spirit, let it come through, let it light it up from the inside out and, you know, and, and it airs it out. And as soon as we shine a light on stuff, oftentimes, you know, what we thought was a monster in the closet is nothing at all. It's, it's gone. Yeah. Powerful and empowering conversations that, that we can have around this like all day. I could talk to you all day long. I know. I know. Right. Why don't we? I know. <laughs> Cause I have other shit to do sometimes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> But I want to know, um, before we get into all of your beautiful offerings and ways to work with you and things that you're offering, um, is there anything else that we didn't touch base on or cover? Uh, it could be really anything um, that you'd like to add here. Hmm. I love what I do, Laura. I love my life. I love the beautiful humans that I get to feel like I have great impact with. Um, I do it only from a place of empowerment. Not, I don't have anything to gain except for the fact that I see the hurt and I see the struggle and I see the suffering and I want all that to end. And I could get really emotional about it because I feel like I've witnessed a lot of it and you and I, and the you know community that we've created with our fellow coaches, I, I hope we quadruple and 10 X and all that for the time to come, because this work is so needed. I, I walk around and I see it just, we can see it in their eyes, you know, when someone is hurting and suffering. And I don't think that it is, um, I don't think that it's highlighted enough 
the work that we do with others and the space that we hold and the change that's possible. And I just really wish it were. And if, you know, if this is the way that we get to do it by sharing these open conversations so that it can improve the collective, I'm here for it, please. Yes. I know everything that's gone on in our world in the last couple of years has left deep and profound change and pain Mm -hmm. reaction. And I think you're absolutely a hundred percent correct when you say, you know, let's have these conversations. And it's so amazing when somebody looks at me and really says, I see you, Mm -hmm. I feel you and I'm here for you. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I want more of that. More, please. I'm re- yes. Yeah. I'm reset. More, please. Yeah. This that manifesting just generator is just going. Yeah. More. More, please. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yep. Absolutely. Oh my God. The time goes by so fast when we're speaking. <laughs> I know. Ideas. Anything else you want to add in there? I'm just so grateful yeah. that we get this space, these airwaves, to be able to do this. Mm. And um, the more people that can tune in and listen and see what's possible for them, that's what that's what I love. Mm. So thank you for allowing us to have this platform to do that for sure. Oh, you're welcome. I absolutely love podcasting, and it's um, I've just kind of found a little groove with it, and it's just been so amazing to connect with really everyone that's been on here. It's been a learning experience and a connection and a deepening of wisdom. It's just such an honor to be here for sure. I love it. Yes. Yeah. Tell us, Amy, how can we get in touch with you and get more of your deliciousness? Oh, well, let's see. I mean, I'm on some socials, but I'm consistently inconsistent because I'm unapologetically me, but you could definitely (laughs) message me. I'm on Facebook under Amy Douglas and Instagram. It's, uh, it's long and lengthy and we can put it in the show notes if that makes everybody's life easier. Um, I also have like in my bio, I have my link tree and that, you know, shows lots of my offerings and how to book with me. And that's probably easiest quite frankly. Oh, let's get your link tree. I have seen that and it's got lots of options to choose from for getting in touch with Amy offers some, uh, free resources through her link, link tree website. Yep. Yep. And, um, you can find out more about what it's like to work with Amy and I highly recommend it. I work with her myself and, um, yeah, absolutely. She's had a huge impact on my life. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you again so much for being here. I hope you'll be back again. I'd love to. Yes. Thank you for giving us the space to do this. Absolutely. It's been such a pleasure to be with you here today. Be sure to check back for more episodes coming soon. You can find out more information about me at laurajayadera.com where you'll find all my coaching program details and offerings. Until next time, my friends, be so very good to you.